Chance time. Chance time. <laughs> Hello, everyone. Welcome to Chance time. Uh, I will be hosting today. My name is Paul Mills, and with me is just the one and only Ryan Speakman. We miss you, Curtis, forever. Curtis, we're doing a we're doing a duos tonight. So watch out, Fortnite. Here we come. Yeah, Fortnite, favorite game. The floss. We, yeah, we're definitely really good at it. Uh, famous game invented by Mike Struckerberg. Mike Struckerberg, famous billionaire. <laughs> um, he does everything that Mike Struckerberg. I know. Uh. I feel like we should all yell chance time now at the beginning of each episode. <laughs> yeah, that would be sweet, actually. <laughs> that really we should try it off. Fun. <laughs> but I, I did enjoy it at the same time. <laughs> Next time. When you're here with us again, Curtis, get ready, because we're going to do it. It kind of fits with like with the whole Mario Party idea of chance time. Yeah, right? that's true. Wouldn't it make sense if they all shouted it? Yeah. We should also all be hitting a question mark or an exclamation point. Yes, definitely. So great. That's a great plan for the future of the podcast. Uh, yeah. Get excited, everyone, for that. Do you think we'll struggle without Curtis or a third person in general? <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I think we got it. All right. It's a lot more but... engagement than I'm used to. <laughs> right. You can't. No sitting back on this one. I you got to be. We should have invited Mike Struckerberg. I don't know. He's kind of a busy guy. I think he would come. <laughs> well, he's a good friend of ours. I think we can get he him. He is. So good to have billionaire friends. Have <laughs> dandy so often. We should ask Mike why he hasn't sponsored the podcast. He's such a good friend of ours. Yeah, Mike. Are you really our friend? <laughs> are you even listening right now, Mike? <laughs> are you more of a Mike or are you more of a Struckerberg? <laughs> struck out more like yeah yeah got him good this is either our worst podcast episode or our best <laughs> one <laughs> we'll have to let the listeners decide let us know Curtis. Uh, no curtis <laughs> welcome uh i guess we'll just jump right in here with just the two of us and we will start with mike struckerberg's favorite segment <laughs> First things first, one thing first. Maybe maybe it should be rebranded as Mike Struckerberg's One Thing. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good. We got two things to do in the next episode. We got to shout Chance Time, and we got to introduce it as Mike Struckerberg's One Thing. <laughs> we're just changing so many things without Curtis. I feel like I we're really leaving him out. This is a really important he won't, update. He won't even know what this podcast is. Yeah, like, what even... What even I doing here anymore? <laughs> we miss you, Curtis. <laughs> uh, do you want to start with the one thing, or do you want me to yeah, jump I'll in? Yeah, go ahead and start. All right, go for it. So, it was my birthday recently. Happy birthday! You didn't have to say that. Yeah, I, I, think didn't, I did. I'm, I didn't pause. I'm the only other it. person here. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so naturally, got a got a few. Uh, gifts thrown my way on Steam. Oh, nice. Uh, one of them, uh, one Curtis got me that I'm really excited about. 
uh, that I'm waiting for Curtis. He is uh, currently doesn't have his computer set up, but we're going to be uh, um, playing a little game called. I have to actually I have to remember. I should know what it is because I have talked about this with Curtis a lot. We're going to be uh, playing a game together called Super Bunny Man. Wow. Pretty excited. I've not heard of this. It's uh, it's one of those games where your controls are really limited. And you have to work together. And so you're these two like men in giant bunny suits. And you're kind of in like fetal position the whole time. And all you can move is your legs. And you can kind of like move yourself around and then jump with your legs. Mm. And you have to make it to the end without dying and grab carrots and stuff. It's uh looks hilarious. And then uh, Earth Defense Force is another one my friend Jonah got me. Just wanted to shout that out real quick. I haven't tried it yet. But the one that I have been playing that uh, I'm sucked in is a little game that uh, everybody's playing right now. Death's Door. Oh, nice. Yeah. 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 And I know I I want to give you a chance to explain your situation with this game because I, I found it very interesting. But Yeah, I pre-ordered it thinking my laptop could handle it. And launch day, download it, open it up, and it was just like really choppy, like dropping frames it was like just choppy enough that i was like i don't think i could like this would bug me the entire time i played it so i refunded it so sorry developers of death store i wanted you to have my money but you'll get it again sometime in the future yeah i'm really bummed out for you because this is uh an immersive experience it's everything i want in a game that will take me away from binding of isaac (laughs) And so, it's a rebound game. Yeah, and like, but like, I'm all in. I I'm really excited to keep playing it. I love the aesthetic. They've got a lot of good jokes so far in it, and oh, nice jokes. Yeah, I uh, I, I like jokes. I didn't uh, know it was like. Well, I I guess it did say like it was kind of funny, but I didn't know that was like a main. I don't know, it sounds like it's more featured than I thought it was. I I don't think it's a main component of it, but I think right. when a, that that's what makes the jokes hit a little bit more. Uh, okay. Is when it yeah. happens or like something simple that makes me laugh every time every time you die it like a huge all caps the entire screen is filled just with the word death. And it kind of like you that's can pretty good you can see the like the camera in the words and it like zooms in really close <laughs> on whatever's going. And it's just like some ominous music plays and it's really funny. Um, uh, so I have a question about this game. Like what is the, like, I guess my question is, is it a roguelike? It is not a roguelike. It is so ha- like, go ahead. I'm just gonna say how punishing is death? Like, how far back does it kick you? Not, it's not really punishing at all. It's it's kind of like Dark Souls, where when you die, the enemy, all the enemies respawn. Okay. But yeah. you don't lose your your collectible items or anything like that. Oh, okay. So like, I think it is souls actually that you collect in it, and so you gain two hundred souls and you die, you retain those two hundred souls. 
and then you're right. able to farm okay. 200 more trying to get through the next part. Interesting. But okay. It, it's basically a lot of people are comparing it to Zelda, and I think that's a pretty good mm-hmm. comparison where it is kind of just like a map that is somewhat linear, but you can kind of explore a lot of areas, and there's some areas that are obviously locked off. Um, that you can't get to until you get certain abilities. Um, but there's lots of secrets in the maps, and then it's kind of like a... Did you ever play Titan Souls? Uh, no, but I like watched it played. Okay, yeah. The bosses are very similar to the Titan Souls bosses, where it's like well-crafted, big boss battles. Yeah. Well, um, it's the same developer. Titan yeah, it Souls. is the same developers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Which, when I beat this, I never beat Titan Souls, so now I kind of want to go back and uh, nice. finish that up. Um, but we'll see if I do it. Well, that's one of the reasons I asked, because Titan Souls was like super punishing, right? It was like one-hit death. Yes. But the boss was also one-hit death or something like that? Um, No, I think it took multiple hits on the boss. Oh, uh, okay. It, that was more... Titan Souls is more like a 2D Shadow of the Colossus. Oh, okay. Where you're just traveling from big boss to big boss, and when you die, you kind of have to travel back to that big boss, but when you kill the boss, it's dead forever, and you kind of look for the next Got big it. boss. Okay. Um, but yeah, it's an awesome game. I'm really excited to keep playing it. Um, yeah, I might... I'm tempted to try to 100% it, but the achievements are sparse. And so it's not like a typical, like, get all the collectibles and you get all the achievements. Mm-hmm. It's more of a... I a- accidentally got one by firing a fire spell into the pod of a boss while it was, like, spinning around in the very specific, like, way. Wow, Okay. And like I don't know if I would have figured that out if I didn't right. do it by accident. And so it might be one of those ones to get all the achievements. You might have to like look all of them up and do a second playthrough and right figure out specific things to do. But yeah, I I do want to do everything at least collectible wise in the game. That's way cool. Someday I will play this game. Yeah, I'm really hoping it'll come to Switch because a lot of people I know will definitely play it if it comes to Switch. Right. That's it for me. Oh, One by thing. The way, shout out to Nick for getting me that game. Go, Nick. Nick, you know who you are. Mike Struckerberg, you know who you are. <laughs> yeah, why didn't you buy me that game? Mike, freaking Mike. Uh, okay, my one thing. The other game everybody's playing, I guess. There's, it seems like there's a lot of games everybody's playing right now. Yeah. But another game that many people are playing all across the earth, Pokemon <laughs> Unite. Oh yeah. Baby League of Legends. How's uh, that going? It's the most I've ever been into a MOBA. Okay. Uh. It's it's just complex enough for me. Like, 
I feel like I can learn enough that like I, I know what the other characters are going to throw at me. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's not like so simple that it's just like, well, pick, pick the best Pokemon and you win for sure. You know? Yeah. Um, and definitely like you lose some games just because your teammates don't know what's going on, but also games are, are locked in at 10 minutes. That's so it's nice. like I don't care if I lose a round, like yeah. whatever, I'll just <clears throat> play again. Uh I think Snorlax is by far my most played Pokemon. Uh it's not my favorite Pokemon in the game. It just seems to be a pretty good Pokemon and uh my team people never pick defenders and I feel like it's helpful to have a defender. And Snorlax is my favorite defender, so I play a lot of Snorlax. Cool. Uh, do you think? Yeah, I don't know. It's fun. Do you think that uh, this is a better experience for you after playing League of Legends before, or do you think it's better in general? Uh, no, yeah. So definitely having previous MOBA knowledge helps. I mean, it's uh-huh. it's got all the MOBA tropes. Uh, just like a little less going on than most other MOBAs. Yeah. Like there's not an in-game shop. Like you're not like buying items as you play the game, but you, you do have like your Pokemon can hold up to three items. Um, but you set those before the game starts and it is uh, pay to win. Like if someone pays a bunch of money, they can upgrade their items all the way and they have, a significant advantage, especially in the early game. But like, I'm not hardcore. I don't care. Like, I don't think I'm not playing at the level where people have spent that much money. And it's kind of nice, actually. It's like if I lose a game or like I'm consistently losing to another player, I can just be like stupid pay to win player and, (laughs) you know, not reflect on my performance at all. Mm -hmm. Perfect. (laughs) Um, So... Is this one only on Switch? For now, it will be on mobile in September. Okay. I'll have to give and it a honestly, try. I don't know if I'll play it on mobile. Yeah. Like, I like it on Switch. Like, I'm playing it almost every day. Um, yeah, I just, like, I don't know. It's just, like, something about the 10 minutes is just really nice. Like, I know this will only take me 10 minutes. Like, I can chunk out exactly how long i want to play it's never going to surprise me by like having an extra long game you know yeah oh, I, my voice cracked on that one. <laughs> um and then i just dropped my microphone so sorry if that was loud uh do you know the one moba that i i got into for a bit yeah awesome knots yes we have talked about this uh yeah I wonder if you'd like that one, because that one, it's not locked to 10 minutes, but it is like a much Pretty simpler yeah. MOBA. Yeah, like I was pretty into League of Legends Wild Rift on my phone for a yeah, minute there, that. but then like it just dropped. Like one day I was just like, I don't want to play this anymore, and I've never gone back. <laughs> yeah, I feel like but that like, happens with 95% of mobile games. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I do, you know, longtime listeners of the podcast will know I'm just a big Pokemon fan in general. So the Pokemon theming around a MOBA 
you know, helps me enjoy it more. I like to see how they like interpret the different Pokemon. And they've already released one new Pokemon, and I think they have others like ready to go. So like, and they've already released a spectate feature, which is interesting. Usually, when you prioritize a spectate feature, you think you're going to have some esports happening, and I wonder if they're going to somehow support that. Like, hmm. um, Pokemon has a good track record of actually supporting their games. Like, uh, they're still doing Pokemon tournament at like the big official Pokemon events alongside oh, wow. the trading card game. Yeah. And they so, they just released that new Pokemon Snap update too with the new levels. Yeah. They did. I forgot that's out now, isn't it? Yeah, it came out yesterday. Gotta go do that. Yeah. I'm behind. Are, by uh, the way, are you gonna get Brilliant Diamond or Shining Pearl? I don't think so. Okay. But we'll talk more about that in the topic of the show. Oh, okay. Yes, of course. <laughs> I just, uh, uh, I don't have any frame of reference for those ones. And I don't really like either of the legendary Pokemon. Yeah. And so I'm going, I think I'm going to choose diamonds solely based on I like diamonds better than pearls. That's the only way to choose it. I think so. Yeah. After they announced those, someone at work was like, Paul. Diamond and Pearl, Sinnoh. And I was like, yeah, I don't have any connection to like that particular Pokemon game. So like, not as exciting to me. Sorry. <laughs> it almost sounds like he was trying to like steal your expensive jewelry in a different language. <laughs> like, give it to me. Diamond and Pearl, Sinnoh. <laughs> <laughs> and, and that's what happened. Yeah. <laughs> this coworker was not talking about Pokemon at all. All of your expensive rings were gone. Yeah, I gotta stop wearing all this jewelry all the time. <laughs> but Mike Struckerberg keeps buying me jewelry, so I feel like I have to wear it. Uh, eventually, we're gonna get to the point where no one's gonna know what we're talking about at all. <laughs> we're just gonna be like, is Mike Struckerberg not like the ship of Theseus? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag. What what was the hashtag? HK uh, versus H eighties. <laughs> and then the other hashtag The Peeps versus LaCroix. LaCroix. <laughs> Peeps versus LaCroix. Uh. Yep. So if you didn't understand any of that, please refer to all our previous episodes. Yeah, please listen to our entire catalog. <laughs> and then maybe you'll understand some of it. <laughs> maybe. Uh, yeah, I think that's all I have to say about Pokemon Unite. It's not, not really that complex of a game. Uh, I'm impressed by the customization options. Like, hmm. they really poured some resources into that. There's so many clothes and outfits and mm, yeah. and skins for Pokemon, which is weird. That's not really a thing that they've done before. Like, they've done some outfits, I guess. Yeah, I mean, Smash Bros, but... they've had kind of like that. Yeah, just like little things. And yeah. Yeah. But there's definitely Pokemon in this game that have never had any sort of like alternates like that before. Like Gardevoir has this whole like bonnet outfit, but oh, the bonnet looks like it's like the same color and texture as the rest of the Pokemon's body. So I'm like, did it grow a bonnet? Like, 
did someone breed carnivores until they grew a bonnet shaped head? <laughs> that is, yeah, that's very odd. <laughs> this is the kind of stuff that most people aren't asking about this game. The hard hitting questions. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they had like Pilgrim Vault Voir or something like that in the next game. Mm. Extra evolution of. Yes, Pilgrim Voir. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. It's going to be canon, and there's like a whole explanation of how it happened and yeah. all that I for think the that's... hardcore fan. That's not above them. Right. All right. That's one thing. Perfect. Can we move on to topic of the show? I'm ready. Okay, so this this topic of the show, not as simple to define as our other topics, but basically it's what's going to happen with Game of the Year this year? Because a lot of the biggest games that were supposed to come out in 2021 are not coming out in 2021. So I tried to put a list together before we started of the like the high profile delays that we've heard of. Uh, Horizon Forbidden West, we very recently heard out of 2021 and 2022, mm-hmm. farther back. And I don't think anyone ever believed that God of War to whatever that's going to be called was coming out in 2021. But the original trailer claim, I believe it was one of my predictions that everything PS five has announced. (laughs) Right. will come out on time. (laughs) Uh, but yeah, there was, (laughs) we did terrible in all predictions. I think (laughs) don't come to us for predictions, at least not this year. Um, yeah, so that, Originally was slated for 2021. Nope. Um, Rainbow Six Extraction, which already was delayed once, is delayed again out of 2021. Um, And there's a lot of other delays that are like, is this really even going to come out in 2021? Like, uh, some games just got delayed to later this year, like Kena Bridge of Spirits and Deathloop. I guess those probably still coming out this year, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they just flip right out. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a huge list of games that were announced to be in 2021, but we just have not heard again anything about them. Uh, like I have this whole Game Informer list. Um, I'm trying to find Babylon's Fall, the big action game from mm-hmm. Platinum Games, was supposed to be this year. Card Shark, a game that I thought looked cool. Uh, Crimson Desert, which is like the the Black Desert Online single player spinoff. Um, Darkest Dungeon Two. Um, look, I'm just Elite Dangerous Odyssey, There's Evil Dead, the game. That games that like they said were coming out this year, but just no one's they haven't said anything. So at this point, I would be very surprised if they came out this year. Um Hollow Knight Silk Song. I don't there's no way that's coming out this year. Yeah, they always Sorry, Curtis. that one and Yeah. It always seems farther away when they say, Well, it's actually gonna be next year. Yeah. Uh anyway, so we wanted to look at like what what is 
still coming out this year? And then what will the game of the year contenders even be um, as we like head into the fall or in August? We're looking down the, the barrel at the fall. Um, so can are there any big games you're still waiting for this year that there, you think might be game of the year contenders? There are, but can I change the script a little bit? Yeah, please do. I would like to know if you have a game that's currently your game of the year so far. I yeah, so I was thinking about that too. I feel like I've purchased like more than the average games this year and I don't have like a immediate I feel like you have been playing like the big games though. Yeah. And I don't like nothing immediately stands out. I actually should just like go look at my history and see. Um, I mean, like I was. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say I was I really enjoyed Pokemon Snap. Uh Like that that might be a contender for personal game of the year, but I'm not going to like pretend that that's going to win like an actual game of the year award. You know, I don't think that's actually in contention. It's just something I really enjoyed. Did you enjoy um, that more than the Tony Hawk remake? Tony Hawk remake was last year, wasn't it? Uh, like it, the PS5 version came out this year. Maybe that is what I was confusing it with. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Sorry, I'm looking at a list and yeah. they do are including that. So I do have a pick for mine so far. And it's a little bold because I just talked about it, but I think Death's Door is going to oh, be yeah. my pick so far at least because already it's like I feel like not a lot of games have sucked me in as much as this one has this year. Yeah, well and the reviews in general are really good. Like it might actually be in contention I, for I a lot of publications. It will be the Hades on everyone's list. Yeah. Where like it's not really expected to win but it's like the standout indie game or like Untitled Goose Game right. or something like that. Right. Or maybe Which, it'll win some weird ones, but... Yeah, I mean, both Hades and Untitled Goose Game actually did win Game of the Year from some pretty big outlets, okay, yeah. so... Um, yeah, yeah, I'm just like scrolling back through my PlayStation purchases this year, just trying to... Um, uh, I really I don't feel like any like I think a lot of people will talk about Returnal. Yeah. Uh not me. It's not my game of the year. I okay. like I don't think I even played half of it just because of my issues with I can't play long enough to have a good run. Yeah. Uh, and my other issue of not you know getting good enough to to be to advance in that game the classic uh conundrum yeah i um, guess knockout city is another game that came out this year that i really enjoyed but i don't think will be in anyone's actual game of the year contention. I, I agree with that as well yeah um i think Resident Evil Village will be on the lists. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think possibly Hitman 3 will be on the lists. Oh, yeah. Does that mean that was like in January, January, wasn't it? Yeah, way early. 
Um, I think Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart will be on the lists. Mm-hmm. Do you think Mass Effect will be there? Uh, no, I don't think it like counts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Loop Hero, I think, will be on lists. A lot of people talked about that one a lot, including you. Yes, yeah, it's true. Um, yeah, that was this year. It's been a long year. Yeah. I I think possibly Monster Hunter Rise will be on the lists, but I don't. I'm not sure about that one. Yeah, I mean, people really love it. I mean, it'll be on, like, category lists for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, I don't know if I uh, am really seeing anything. Yeah, yeah so I'm looking at um, Open Critic, mm-hmm. and they keep a running, like, Hall of Fame for the year. Um, top six currently. It takes two Ratchet and Clank oh, Rift yeah, Apart, Monster Hunter Rise, Overboard, Chicory, A Colorful Tale, and Death's Door are the top six right now. Okay. I've heard of Chicory. I don't know the other one you said. I can't Overboard? Know. Yeah, Overboard. Yeah, it's like I think it's it might only be on Switch. Okay. And it's like a it's a reverse murder mystery. Mm. It's like get away with the murder. Um, it's more of like a adventure, like choose your own adventure kind of game. Okay. Uh, but yeah, like you are the murderer, and you have to try to like lead the like through dialogue choices and stuff. You have to lead the detective to conclude it's someone else. Yeah, people people who played it and reviewed it like really love it. I've seen a lot of people like really rave about it, but yeah. I have not really looked into it very much. Okay. Um, as far as games for next year or for the rest of the year go, mm-hmm. I think I don't think it'll win, but I think Psychonauts Two will be mm. a contender. It'll be talked about for sure. Yeah, just because it's been so long that they've been developing it. Um, what's the other one? I. I don't know about this one. I think Metroid Dread might be talked about. But... Yeah, I mean, that, yeah. So I was going to say that has to be talked about. Right? It's the first Metroid game in so long, and it's Nintendo's big fall release. I feel like it it will have to at least be talked about. Unless it's like a total flop. I don't know. Unless it's like I could see it being a good Metroid game, but compared to all the great Metroidvanias that have right. come out since good metroid games i think it might seem underwhelming if it's not like groundbreaking which i don't think it's going to be um yeah it just seems like so much of an afterthought like kind of like a oh we we should release this i guess (laughs) yeah and like it's the same developer as uh metroid returns which was the remake and it was that Mm -hmm. was a great metroid game or Samus Returns, sorry. Mm-hmm. It was a great Metroid game, but I don't know if it was like even in the same league as like something like Hollow Knight or right, uh, Guacamelee or anything like that. And so, uh, 
actually have so they have so much to compete with even though the genre is named after metroid like those are big games to try to take on really (laughs) yeah and i i think it'll be great but i don't think it'll be i think being great might be bad for them (laughs) (laughs) yeah Um, it's just the expectations are still through the roof for that genre now yeah but I I think it could go the way of Zelda where like any new game in a Nintendo franchise gets uh gets put on a pedestal a little bit. Right. Um oh also one I forgot to say that is also in my game of the year that doesn't count is Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but I know that doesn't count. Um other <laughs> than that Maybe Final Fantasy Endwalker? Is that a thing? Oh no. I was thinking, what's the Final Fantasy game that everyone made fun of the trailer? Is that one coming out this year? Oh. Oh, like the Dark Souls one? Yeah. I don't think that's coming out this year. Okay. Um Uh so a couple others that might be talked about. Deathloop is still supposed to come out this year. Okay, yeah. Oh, yeah, that one for uh, sure. Forza Horizon um, 5 is another one, too. Yeah. And Halo. Halo, That's yeah. probably the biggest release left this year. But it doesn't have, like, a definitive date. So, like, yeah. there's still a possibility it slips into 2022. Um, I think that one, too, will have the same problem Metroid has. It's, yeah. it's going to be a great Halo game, but that doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be competing yeah, with like right. better games. I think it will be like multiplayer game categories and shooter game categories, but won't have as much of a chance in the overall game of the year. A um, couple other ones, Battlefield 2042. I don't think that has a chance as like actual game of the year. Um, Marvel's yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy. Also, I don't yeah, I don't know. Um, Solar Ash, the new game from the people who made Hyperlight Drifter, that could be another like indie standout potentially. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Will Far Cry Six be on any lists? Uh, yeah, it'll probably be on some lists. I don't know if it'll like compete the overall game of the year. Yeah, like there's just not really like a I don't know, like a standout prestige release that feels like yeah this is going to be the game of the year. Uh, I mean, I guess it's good in one way. Like this year has been good for John, like specific genres and like specific niches, and yeah. and less about the big triple A releases um, that are like the the all-consuming game you know there's no red dead redemption 2 this year there's no yeah i mean god of war cyberpunk didn't come out this year right no yeah it was december okay but i guess like it could still be like for the actual game awards like the jeff Keighley game awards i guess it could be considered for those because they 
since their show is in December, they usually games that come out in December are in contention the next year. But like, would it be like I don't that, that game was just so problematic at launch that I don't know. If yeah, it would even be in contention. So yeah, it's just kind of a. I mean, it's a weird year. Like that does not need to be said. Everyone knows that, but it's like a really interesting like. I think I think no matter what actually wins at Jeff Keighley's Game Awards or you know IGN's Game of the Year or other like Polygon's Game of the Year, I think it's going to be like controversial and it's going to kind of just depend on what's the most popular genre among the people voting right now. You know? Yeah. yeah. What do you What do you think is going to win then? Is it too early to ask that? Yeah, I mean so I don't think it's too early to ask it like we have a pretty good view of what the rest of the year is going to be sorry I meant too early in the podcast oh no it's fine um yeah like if I had to call it today I this safest bet i think as of right now is ratchet and clank okay like i think critics especially seem to be just like all over that game yeah Uh, i it's hard to say because i kind of feel like that has a good chance if we go the route of like saying like Like, I feel like the games that the most money are thrown into often win. Yeah. And so, like, I feel like Red Dead Redemption 2 won, Last of Us Part 2 won, and so I could see that happening with Ratchet and Clank. But I could also see something like Returnal taking it just because it was like in that right spot of people wanting a new PS5 game and a lot of people playing it. Right. But I could see something like Resident Evil Village winning because that one Yeah, and uh, that's see I just like totally ignore that, but you're right. It's totally a contender. People love Resident Evil, especially now. They've had such a good run with their remasters and now village yeah that could totally do it yeah but as far as like future games i don't know if there's anything later this year that's going to take it over the ones we right kind of said maybe Forza yeah. horizon 5 yeah actually that would be cool like the forza games are just so good so consistently like it would be cool if it if it snuck through and it was just like yeah this was the best game that came out this year yeah um i would be supportive of that Um, a couple others i'm just looking back through this huge game informer list of things that's coming out that i didn't mention before uh i don't think this will be in like the mainstream game of the year contender list but one that I know has a very passionate fan base, Tales of Arise. I mean, that's actually one of the longest running series, the Tales of series. 
um and like they played they played music from the tales of series at the opening ceremonies like japan is very proud of the tales of series it's up there with like final fantasy and dragon quest there's just an rpg series that's been running for 30 plus years and this is the first game in that series in like five years i think so i think you know, like the RPG categories, I feel like it will be a very strong contender there, if not just like an easy win, because I can't think of any other big RPGs that released this year. Yeah. Um, But like, I don't know if it will be an actual game of the year contention at all. Um, shoot, what was the other one that I was going to point out? Oh, Back for Blood? Again, I don't think that's a game of the year contender, but I think it's something that people will talk about a lot. It's kind of the spiritual successor to Left 4 Dead. Okay. Um, there was another one, but can't find it now. You did say we were going to talk about Pokemon. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm realizing that that's not going to happen because there's no way that's going to win. <laughs> yeah i mean well yeah it's like pokemon just it doesn't even need to be in these discussions <laughs> I know. like does it win like best family game or whatever like does yeah, it win those categories like i don't even remember if it, yeah i feel if they did what everybody wants and did breath of the wild for pokemon had this like epic thing i think they could do it but yeah pokemon but, as it stands i don't know if they can yeah, I mean, that's not Diamond and Pearl. Like, yeah. That Pokemon Legends coming out next year might be closer to that. Yeah, but they've got to really up their game yeah. from even that, I feel. to. Yeah. Oh, another one that I should mention, Shin Megami Tensei Five. I know that also has a very strong uh, fan base. Another, like, long-running JRPG series. I don't think... Yeah, I saw I that mean, one, too. I guess that will just fight with Tales of Arise for the RPG category, I think, and it will just be a, a debate among people who follow that. Yeah. Oh, and I have betrayed myself and forgot to mention Age of Empires 4. There's mm. another big release happening this year. I don't think it will be in anybody's game of the year list, but it yeah. might be mine. <laughs> and that, that's the thing is there's a lot of games I'm excited for that I know, yeah. like WarioWare, I'm so excited oh, for. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I know for sure it's not going to make it into right. game of the year. And so, yeah. Yeah. I, I always kind of feel like there's like some standout indies and mm -hmm. then like some all the PS, the big PS5 games, some third-party games, and then maybe one Nintendo game is in there. Right. And looking at this list, I'm not sure if there's going to be any Nintendo games in there this year. Yeah, I mean, on the one hand, I really like that this year doesn't feel like one game just took everything over. It's really a year where there's kind of something for everybody, and there's you know, you just kind of pick what you want to get excited about and you chase it. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't... I I honestly think Death's Door has a good chance of winning. 
Yeah, I I do too. Like, like it's in. So it's currently sitting at number six on this 2021 Hall of Fame on Open Critic, but it's only one point behind. So like it has an 87, and everything else above it has 88. And I I feel like Death Store has more name recognition than all the ones that are above it too. Yeah, yeah. Like I don't like. Well, it takes two actually be nominated for game of the year i actually think it will but i don't think it'll win okay okay i it is a great game and like i think it's it's got a great story it is basically just like it's just a fun time like i i think it's got enough unique things going for it where it'll be recognized as a game of the year in some people's lists but i don't know if it's got enough to outdo some of the other ones we've uh we've talked about another interesting thing i'm just looking more at open critic this is literally the first year since let me i gotta do one more 2013 yeah so Open Critic has collected um, reviews since 2013, and 2021 is the first year on the list where no game has broken a 90. Oh wow! The highest reviewed game of the year is Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury with an 89. Wow! And it doesn't go in the Hall of Fame because they don't count it as a new release. Um. But that's the highest reviewed game of the year. Wow. Yeah, but every single year before that has like several over ninety. That's um, crazy. What what is even like Returnal and Ratchet and Clank aren't on there? Yeah, no, Ratchet and Clank's eighty eight. Returnal is eighty six. Pac Man ninety nine's not on there. I don't even see it. Wow. The real game of the year contender. The real one. Yeah. Mike Struckerberg's pick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like last year, Persona 5 Royal, 94. Hades, 94. Last of Us Part 2, 93. Half-Life Alex, 92. Demon Souls, 92. Like, tons over 90. But this year, people just aren't as excited. Like, I wonder if it's just something about I don't know. People are just like, eh, I want something else. Like, I don't know. People are just kind of in a bad mood. <laughs> They're not reviewing games as highly. Or is it really like uh, all the big stuff got to, that would have got 90s is getting delayed out of the year? I don't know. Yeah, it does, it does kind of seem like exactly what you're saying or what you said before of this is a good year for like niche genres. Yeah. And so like a ratchet and clank is like a, it's a, it's one of the best ratchet and clank games, but ratchet and clank isn't for everybody. Right. Or like returnal is a cool, like 3d roguelike, but like roguelikes aren't for everybody third person shooters are generally for everybody but like yeah 
I but, I feel like it is uh, kind of like lock locking the audience based on just like these specific genres and same with like death's door like death's door really speaks to me because i love those types of games but i like and i think a lot of people like those games so it has a chance but it's not necessarily like for everybody yeah it's not like an obvious pick yeah it's just like a yeah that that makes sense you know yeah yeah so I mean, in some re- in some ways, it's kind of like a who cares about game of the year this year. But in other ways, it's like this is actually one of the more interesting. I think will be one of the more interesting game of the year discussions we've had in a while, just because there's not that like obvious huge third party or triple A. I mean, big triple A game that's like, well, well, well this is obviously going to win, you know. Yeah. Without that, it makes it a more interesting discussion. Is there a game that you, if it wins game of the year, you'll stop playing video games forever? Uh, if if they come out and say Mike Struckerberg's Farming Simulator wins game of the year, <laughs> I'm out. It's obviously all just money, and Mike just bought game of the year, and shame on you, Mike. Yeah, that uh, that tracks. I'm sure I'm looking through this list and seeing if there's anything that I would be appalled if it won. Let's see. I'm also looking just like at Twitch right now. Like, what are people playing? Uh huh. Um. And yeah, like none of the games that are like popular on Twitch right now came out this year. <laughs> so interesting. Like, literally, the first game on the list that came out in the year 2021 is Pokemon Unite. And it's like, I don't know, barely in the top 20, maybe, <laughs> of what people are playing on Twitch right now. Or watching on Twitch right now. Oh, Tribes of Midgard that just came out. It has some some fans, but again, I don't think it'll be game of the year contender. Yeah. But it seems to be getting attention. All right, I'm gonna say. see i don't know i'll go simple if fifa 2022 wins game of the year i'll quit video games forever what do you think we should do at the beginning of the year we should look at like one of the announced releases for this year we should call one out <laughs> in january if in, De- <laughs> if in december this wins Game of the Year awards. I quit video games forever. Or maybe if Melty Blood Type Lumina <laughs> wins Game of the Year this year, I'll quit video games forever. <laughs> and then, you know, our podcast will get so big that there will be these huge campaigns to get people to... I don't know. I, <laughs> I'm sorry, Melty Blood. I hope you do well. <laughs> 
upcoming fighting game developed by French Bread. <laughs> is the name of the studio. Sure, you guys worked hard on your on your game. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I guess this is one where you know, if anyone's listening to this and. There's some obvious big game we missed. It's like you, you guys are so dumb. This will be game of the year. You know, email us, chance time podcast at gmail.com. We want to hear what what we missed. Yeah, it's a it's interesting for sure. I really hope it's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge. Is that coming out actually this year? Uh, it says the seventeenth of December on this list. Oh, cool. But I don't know if that's actually true. Right. Uh, yeah, this... When I click on the Wikipedia thing, it just says 2021. Hmm, interesting. This says 17, so we'll see. Great. All right. Well, I think... We've said what we have to say on this topic. What do you think? Yeah, we uh, we couldn't even make it to an hour without Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> Curtis is he's only one more person, but he's almost double the runtime. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good thing. We need yeah. it. All right, but yeah, if anyone has any other ideas, let us know and we'll... We'll make our corrections next episode. If there's anything we obviously missed. Yeah. Even if it's just opinion based, we'll read yeah, it as, let us as know. fact. We'll read it. Yeah. All right. Well, that wraps it up for chance time for, did it. for this week. Thank you all for listening. Yeah, thanks for coming to see James. I'll get you Mike Struckerberg. <laughs> uh stay tuned for next week's episode uh of the podcast mike struckerberg's chance time i haven't ended yet should i end it now yeah i think so all right i'll end it